Welcome back to the Success Stories podcast. It's Sean hosting today with a special guest. Our guest today is a leading business consultant and management coach. She provides independent, no BS, practical advice on how to achieve profitability, better cash flow, more time and optimised operational efficiency. She started her business, Fogelberg Consulting, in 2019 as a vehicle for being able to say yes to the companies asking her to help with consulting projects. In addition to running her own business, our guest is a member of the New Zealand Institute of Directors and is a qualified financial advice provider in the specialist area of investment. She also has her own podcast, Level the Fuck Up, where she covers topics such as success, mindset and business through the lens of her expertise in all these areas. And she knows how to make a grand entrance when she pulls up in her Ferrari. Please welcome Lani Fogelberg. What was your small win of the week? Have you had a small win? It's only Wednesday. It is only Wednesday. It is only Wednesday. Yeah. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast, let alone what's happened no, this I week. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Win of the week. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of try to reflect on something good that happened every day, like mm. big, big or small. Yeah. Win of the week is probably just a couple of good outcomes, honestly, because yeah. we're at end of financial year. We are. At yeah. End of year. yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So this week is all about kind of just recapping on the financial year with clients and then yeah. what are we going to achieve in the next financial year? Mm-hmm. So there's probably quite a few wins in there. Yeah, that's good. That's always good when it's end of financial year and it's a win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's an yeah. opportunity for a clean slate as well. Absolutely. That's awesome. So I've been stalking your LinkedIn, naturally, yeah. to prepare for today. And I read this from your bio and I thought it was really cool. Um, so you say, my goal is simple, to help businesses and driven people who lead them unlock their true potential. What does that mean to you? And what is your drive to help people with their businesses? Yeah, it's a good question. I get a lot of comments on that line, actually, yeah. because yeah. it's just really, oh, okay. Yeah. It's just really kind of black mm-hmm. and white and pragmatic. And yeah. I guess that sort of uh, represents two things. One, the tone in which I speak in general as an individual, yeah. you know, non-professionally mm-hmm. in my own life, but then also in a business context as well. And it's just, look, we're here to achieve one thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so many people, they get caught up in a lot of messy detail, unnecessary detail, Mm -hmm. focusing on things that just simply aren't essential. Yeah. So what I'm here to do, cut through all of that. Yeah. Let's simply get to the, you know, get to the bottom line as quickly as possible. What are we here to achieve? Yeah. No, that's good. It's nice to have that sort of like cutthroat outside perspective to come in and be like, there's all this waffle, let's actually just sort it out. Yeah, yeah. And especially as a consultant as well, the Mm -hmm. traditional consulting model is let's find more problems within your company so we can put more resources into it and charge you more. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm the opposite. I'm like, let's, like I said, cut to the chase. Yeah, absolutely. Solve it and move on to the next thing. Absolutely. So what's your backstory then? How did you figure out that you were like this person that could come in and do that because that's obviously such a skill that a lot of us don't have we are these waffly human beings yeah, that yeah. don't know how to <laughs> come in and actually be like what do I do how did you discover that that was a value that you could provide to other businesses is again probably two things there uh one I'm probably not the one who discovered it it was probably someone else yeah true. Um, <laughs> but having said that if I go back to so I'm in my early 30s 33 if mm-hmm. I go back uh 23 years when I was 10 years old yeah. and you asked me what I wanted to do when I was older solve mm-hmm. problems 
True. Yeah. So always yeah. been a, mm-hmm. a problem solver, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, even did like an extracurricular thing at intermediate Ooh, school called yeah. problem solving. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. so, uh, I mean, how I ended up in that position was almost completely by accident because I simply quit work a couple of years, three years ago, mm-hmm. not a yeah. couple of years ago, 2019, mm-hmm. coming up yeah. three years ago. And people asked if I could come in and consult. Yeah. So it literally was other people mm-hmm. identifying, yeah. oh, she's good at doing this or she has done this for us in the past. Yeah. We want her to come and do that. And that's essentially how it's evolved into Mm -hmm. saying that this is what I do. Yeah. I feel like everyone's got like who they were meant to be on the inside through their childhood. And it's so nice to hear when you ask people about their backstory. It's like, I've been doing this since I was a kid. I just didn't realize that I could be it as a professional. And as we get older, people like, oh, you need to find yourself. You need to find your purpose. You need to figure out who you are. And that's not actually something we do uh, looking into the future, the mm-hmm. key to doing that is actually looking back to when we were children because that's who true. we truly are in essence. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. where, where yeah. our true skills lie mm-hmm. prior to having all of these additional layers put on top of us with the way that we're institutionalised and the way that we're, we're you know, exposed to different yeah. things as we get older. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that is nice. It's nice to know that you don't need to be grabbing all these different things to piece yourself no. together. It's already there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. theoretically. Yeah, well, I have so, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere deep down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm really interested in that story of quitting your job a few years ago. What was the motivation for that? Was it just like, I need to take charge of my life? It was, so. I was over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it was also very a very monumental, I was 30, Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, what am I doing with my life? And I'd realised a couple of years before, again, almost accidentally, that I was in a position where I didn't need to work anymore from a financial perspective. So when I was experiencing things in the role that I was in that I didn't like, Mm -hmm. it got to the point where I thought, actually, what am I doing here? Yeah. I don't need to be here. Yeah. And the turning point was my brother, who's five years older than me. He mm-hmm. was at police college. Yes. He was graduating. Yeah. Pretty special as someone, oh, he would have been in his mid-30s at the time, yeah, 35. Mm-hmm. Special family occasion. Mm-hmm. I flew down for the day. And yeah. what was I doing all day? Phone, email, oh calls, yeah. bushfires. Yeah. And I was like, this is, this is bullshit. Can I swear? Yeah, this is bullshit. Can, so. um, <laughs> <laughs> I swear like Do whatever you want. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, literally, I think two days later, I was like, I'm out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Two days later. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that yeah. was the pivotal yeah. pivotal moment was not being able to enjoy that family occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you can't hold on once you've made that decision, I think. Once it's in your head, it's like, I'm not going to enjoy this. I can't drag it yeah. on for another five years or yeah. so. Yeah. And I was tired. Mm-hmm. I was tired. Yeah. yeah. Swimming, yeah. swimming, you know, upstream. Absolutely. Yeah. So just even a step back further from just the motivation of quitting, motivation in general, yeah. I've heard you talk about this before on your own podcast. Um, what, how do you source the motivation to continue to grow and develop your business, move forward, motivation in everyday life? I know burnout is a huge topic that people are discussing at the moment, yeah. of like how to get up and out of bed and like continue to enjoy what they do in the hustle and grind situation that we're all in at the moment. Yeah. How do you stay motivated and mindful and continue to grow yourself and your business? Yeah, uh, oh my gosh, I'm getting into like a pattern of twos here. But mm-hmm. there are two things. I've experienced some pretty shit things growing up. Yeah. Um, like yeah. from a... Uh, from a mortality mm-hmm. perspective and really yeah. understanding that life is so short. Like mm-hmm. my cousin's partner was killed in a train crash when I was yeah. 10 years old. So yeah. that was like, oh my gosh, you know, they're over in London in their late 20s living their best lives and suddenly yep. they're not. Exactly. Yeah. And then a few years later witnessing a fatal accident. And mm-hmm. things like that, that from a very young age just gave me such a stark perspective that Mm -hmm. holy shit we're here once like what are we going to do are we Mm going to worry about these little things are we going to worry about the naysayers are we going to worry about something 
uh, what is it? Don't spend five minutes worrying about it if it's not going to matter in five years or yeah, five months true. or something yeah. like that. So yeah. there's there's that experiential component to mm-hmm. my core motivation because mm-hmm. I have such a perspective on what life is, how fleeting yeah. it is and how little a lot of things matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but then secondly, there have been other things that I've experienced in business that mm-hmm. I just get so fired up about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a chicken or egg situation because I have this inherent zest for life which isn't necessarily um related to business yeah but the reality for so many people is that business or career is a huge catalyst for the way that we feel as individuals Mm -hmm. and having gone through you know a a lot of shit professionally particularly as a woman Mm -hmm. as well which is a whole other topic yeah Um, Yeah. but it's still there it's still there there. yeah Yeah. it is still there Mm -hmm. um you know more more than I care to admit probably Mm -hmm. yeah and 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 still having that spark and that zest and mm. and wanting other people to feel that yeah. and using their business as a catalyst for that. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that that really drives me or really uh, you know gets me out of bed in the yeah. morning or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think in terms of motivation, there's this whole other side of things that a lot of people don't talk about, but it's kind of something that I've been thinking about lately in terms of like growing and changing and wanting to continue to grow my career and. It's sacrifice, and no one talks about the sacrifices yeah. that you have to make, even on just a small personal level every day, to invest in yourself enough to get to the stage where you are. Yeah. Have you experienced sacrifices in getting to where you are? Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. Can you talk us through some of those? Hundred percent. And again, mm-hmm. I think one as a woman, definitely our health. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was, uh, you know, not in great physical condition when yeah. I was thirty when I decided to quit work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much the majority of my twenties, I. I don't. I didn't resent my career because I loved it, mm-hmm. and I loved the people that I that I dealt with, and the people that yeah. I met, and everything that I learned, and mm-hmm. the personal growth that meant for me. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I hardly experienced life in my twenties, mm-hmm. so I didn't go through you know this huge kind of experimentation phase of trying yeah. different things. You know, from yeah. sort of twenty one, I was pretty much on the same trajectory, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I missed a friend's uh, wedding held at her house because of work once. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I'll always be disappointed. Yeah, disappointed sure. to have missed. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have not been there as much uh, as I would like to have been as a sister, as a yep. daughter, yep. Um, mm-hmm. as a, as an auntie. Mm-hmm. So all of those kinds of things, which you know they they are a huge sacrifice. Yeah, and then and then that kind of physical toll, which you know you can argue you don't have to take, mm-hmm. but it you know realistically. We, there's still that element of patriarchy where, where mm-hmm. as a woman, uh, even in New Zealand, you do still kind of have to, to push that little bit yeah. harder because yeah. the, the world has been designed for, for men to succeed. Yeah, for sure. So there's there's definitely a lot of sacrifice, which um, even though I say I resented it at times mm-hmm. or possibly, probably not anymore, Yeah, yeah. don't regret it. That's good, yeah. That's Zero good regret. Hear. Yeah, it is a balance. Yeah. And like... This is a good topic because personally, I am 21. I'm going oh, through yeah. my yeah, my yeah. deciding, yeah. like, is yeah. it going to be a career? Is it going to be like, just chill out, be 21, don't put too much pressure on yourself. But yeah. I think the kind of mix that I'm in at the moment is 
I think that, you know, invest in yourself a little bit now to then have that career that you want yeah. in the future. But then it's also like, but like, I want to go to my friend's 21st. Yeah. I want to like travel yeah. the world. I've never left New Zealand, like yep. all these different things. Yep. How do you know, do you have any advice for like the balance of working it out and not being like this like stone cold, yeah. like I'm not going to come and see any of my friends or like too loose, that whole, you know, that mix. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think the biggest thing, um, two biggest things, yeah, two things. <laughs> going for twos today, yeah, two's my lucky good. number, um, is as you get older, like if I could tell my 21-year-old mm-hmm. self something, is like your gut is always right. Yeah. And even if, um, as long as you're not in a situation where you're out of line mm-hmm. and, you, you know, as long yeah. as you're, you're comfortable not out of line, your gut, even if it's, uh, the antithesis of what someone else thinks is right for you. Mm. Always listen to that gut. It's always right. Yeah, it is always yeah, right, and it true. is amazing. You know, like we can we can rely on it so much more than what we think we can mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. you know business decisions, life decisions, that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's really really important. Um, the other thing as well is the metrics for success for you, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. one of the biggest problems I see, and and it's something I'm becoming increasingly passionate about, is the mental state of our young people. Yeah. Like we've got 21 year olds, Mm -hmm. 18 year olds, 16 year olds uh, with this huge level of anxiety about like life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. And to me, uh, part of that comes from the fact that, I mean, mean, you, for example, have grown up with connectivity, Mm -hmm. with a a baseline level of ease that that we didn't have 20 years ago as teenagers and speed Mm-hmm. convenience mm-hmm. and so through no one's fault purely from call it a technological revolution yeah. life is a lot easier mm-hmm. as a teenager now or five years ago Absolutely. compared to what it was 20 years ago so that in itself means that people who are in the early 20s are not as hardwired with resilience as mm-hmm. what people now in their 30s and 40s are Absolutely. and they are also constantly fed images of what success is. Mm-hmm. And those images are not correct. Yeah. This absolutely. is the fundamental issue, right? So the images of success these days are you have to have a high-flying career. Mm-hmm. You have to have fancy clothes. Mm-hmm. You have to go, uh, you know, and have beautiful meals out at, you know, these fancy restaurants. It's like I didn't have a favourite cafe when I was 21. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> just try you know? them all. <laughs> and so the most important thing and what will bring happiness to any 21-year-old mm. is thinking about what success actually means to them. And it's mm. not money. It's not looking a certain way. It's not living in a certain place. Mm. It's not um, having a certain career. Yeah, It's about, you know, probably what you loved when you were 10 years old. Yeah. And yeah. if you if you can stick to that, mm. honestly – being true to yourself mm-hmm. will bring you far more happiness yeah. than, you know, what society or whoever tells you mm-hmm. things. Oh. I could talk about that for hours, yeah, so yeah. I'll leave it yeah. at that for no, now. No, it's good, but, it's good. I always yeah. need a good piece of advice from these podcasts as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So taking a step, this is still on the advice realm. I've, tr- I've completely right. flipped it around. <laughs> but um, so I wanted to discuss a little bit more. You said that you became, you know, you were in a position in your life where you felt financially stable enough to, you know, break away, continue on in your own thing. 
most of the people that listen to this podcast are my friends and we're all terrible with money. Yeah. How do you have any advice or tips or how do you manage your money to, so it doesn't feel like you're just swamped underneath these like bills and yeah. paycheck to paycheck yeah. and all these different things? Oh, man, I mean, I go back to when I was in my mid-20s and I had like an 800 and something thousand dollar mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. And that's normal these days, Yeah. which is scary. But I also wasn't earning like huge money mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. And... And from a like from a financial point of view, there's like a very very fundamental way that young mm. people can manage their money, right? And first is to uh, do something that no one likes to do, and that's to kind of look in the mirror, look at the facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's yeah. my spending? What are my essential things that cost me yep. X amount every week or every month? Mm-hmm. What is my pay that comes in every week, every month? Mm-hmm. How much is left over? Yep. Take a slice of that, AP it into a savings account, mm-hmm. which is not going to make you any money, but that's a, a topic yeah, for another yeah. day. Um, and then your discretionary income is, is what's left over after those essentials, right? Yeah. It's very, very basic, mm-hmm. but most people are afraid to do it yeah. because they either, A, don't want to feel as though they're missing out on something, mm-hmm. and B, are scared to see what they're spending. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. They're after pay reminders or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. the way that I've handled it over the years is to keep a very close eye on things mm-hmm. and live below my means. Yeah. It's so simple. It is simple. It's just really hard. Mm-hmm. And it's harder now than it was when I was 21. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that we get this money, like, and I get, like, a monthly paycheck yeah. and then I'm like, woohoo? Why yeah. do you think there is that impulsivity and then at the end of the month it's, like, scraping along? Like, I feel like I'm a fairly sensible human being. I think about the long term, but I just can't get it to stick yeah, in my brain yeah. that, like, that is long term. Invest in yourself, yeah. you know? Because it's instant gratification versus delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. Instant gratification yeah. feels good. It does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so that, that's, you know, that's it, right? We're like, oh, I'm going to go and get myself a nice coffee. Yeah. I'm going to go out for brunch. I'm going to go and buy that handbag that I want or Mm -hmm. that, you know, that kettle or whatever that thing is that we want, right? So it's the instant gratification versus Mm -hmm. the delayed gratification. Fundamental human concept. It's a bitch to overcome, but it's worth the work. Yeah, for sure. That's good. I was saying to my friend the other day, I was like, if I can live on like this like stupid tiny amount of money that I have left over at the end of the month, then I should start living like that at the start of the yeah. month and see how like yeah. the outcome is. Like yeah. just scrape along, say no to yeah. things, all that yeah. kind of thing, and see what the actual outcome is. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely a journey and, and path. I say to stand all the time. Giving giving yourself a bit to spend as well mm-hmm. because yeah. you know as much as the media likes to tell us, it's not it's not coffee that's stopping people from getting a mortgage, right? No. Like no. so. My philosophy is, you know, spend on the things that make you, you know, genuinely feel good. Yeah. Um, and if it is that, you know, a coffee three mornings a week, $15 mm-hmm. a week or whatever, you know, yeah. just just do it because mm-hmm. it's far more important to keep a good space up here Absolutely. than have that $15 um, yeah. in your bank account. That will actually improve, you know, your output, your productivity, mm-hmm. your mental well-being, all that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, the balance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, it is tricky. tricky. So, what does twenty twenty two have in store for Lani? What yeah, are your goals, aspirations? yeah. It's, it's funny because I'm I'm already I'm thinking of twenty twenty three because yeah. I kind of tend to go on the financial years. But mm-hmm. no, I've got a really exciting uh, exciting year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm aiming to get in the best best physical shape of my life so nice. I can climb Mount Kilimanjaro next summer. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah. now that I've said it on here, I have to do it. Yeah, you do. I'm holding. I'm <laughs> Accountability. Sending you, sending you the yeah, clip. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, it was my boyfriend's idea, and I was like, I'll just stay in a resort in Tanzania mm-hmm. while you do that. And then I was like, actually, actually that'd be quite cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, awesome. I'm about to uh, renovate my apartment, which I've got out at the Hampton Downs track yes. that starts yep. Yep. 
starts depending on when the carpet finally arrives mm-hmm. from Australia. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of yeah. like resting with a third party at the moment. So that's really exciting because that's mm-hmm. going to be quite a big project just starting cool. it from scratch. Yeah, um, awesome. Nice so, with that change as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So those are a couple of cool things that I've got on the go. Um, and then hopefully a little bit more travel. Yeah. A little bit more yeah. travel. It's time. It's time. It time is time. Has come. Yeah. yeah. And then business-wise, so I'm kind of compartmentalising my one-on-one consulting at the moment. I've yep. got a really neat portfolio of clients that I work with mm-hmm. who I love. You know, yeah. they become such good friends. Absolutely. But um, for a long time, I haven't been taking on any new consulting work because I'm so mm-hmm. focused on this problem yeah. that's plaguing small business owners at the moment. And mm-hmm. it's getting good, reliable pertinent Mm -hmm. business information to help them consistently achieve their goals. You just can't find it. No. You Google it and you go to the MB website, the business website, Mm business.govt.nz, and it's like how to start a business. And you get these cascading menus and each one has like another 10 pages to yeah. view and then you're like oh have a look at look at this one and then it's got another 10 pages and you're like how are people meant to succeed when yeah. they've just got this barrage mm-hmm. of overwhelm mm-hmm. so I'm determined uh, and have already started I sold a uh, my pilot program out yes, successfully back in January business yeah. success yeah. express so that was really cool but my priority this year is to um, turn that into the focus of my consulting work. So yeah. love my one-on-one stuff. It'll always be there. I'll always continue it. I'll mm-hmm. always keep that portfolio full because yeah. it's really intellectually engaging yeah, for, for me. Sure. But yeah. it doesn't um, feed that kind of burning need that I have mm-hmm. to help the people that just are screaming out for it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that's my, you can tell I'm getting so fired up about it. So that's my mission for Mm -hmm. 2022 is to really turn that part of the business into the main part of the business uh, for those people. And just touching on that really quickly, why do you think it is so hard for people to find that information? New Zealand is very much a she'll be right place or I'll do it myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of Kiwis who aren't good at, asking yeah, for help absolutely. I mean I'm not no <laughs> I it's hard suck at it. I know yeah you're like <laughs> shaking a, walking yeah, up yeah like alpha Capricorn female so I'm like oh no, my god Capricorn I'll do it myself <laughs> um so that there's like a Kiwi thing right yeah. like, oh mm-hmm. she'll be right and then in 2020 it was just this huge realization for me based on the conversations that I was having with people who were kind of freaking out because yeah. it was like when we were in that mm-hmm. unknown with COVID mm-hmm. and they they didn't have a plan or a forecast or and I'm not talking about real nitty gritty big hairy spreadsheets that are yeah. going to waste a lot of time in yeah but just like do you know how much cash in the bank you're going to have at the end of June kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh and in a worst case scenario yeah. and if you're not what are we going to do to fix it kind of thing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think it's a combination of uh New Zealand just being quite um, immature in terms of our business landscape compared to other industries. Australia, 15 years ahead. Yeah. Countries, sorry. Mm -hmm. Australia, 15 years ahead. Um, And the the Kiwi attitude, like, she'll be right. Yeah. 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 And um, just no one having identified that need. Mm -hmm. So how can people get in touch if they want to start this program, start working with Yeah, yeah, the easiest thing is probably just to type Lani in on LinkedIn. I'm normally the first that comes up because there aren't many Lani's around, which is kind of helpful. Um, Is that your full name, Lani? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm a real Lani. (laughs) A real Lani. I'm not a a Leilani or a Lana. Yeah, yeah. 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 People ask me that a lot. So yeah, the the easiest thing, um, or if you search Lani Fogelberg, Mm -hmm. that comes up with the Fogelberg Consulting website. Perfect. Yeah, and people can sign up there. 
Yay, exciting. Well, thank you so much for coming on. That's all right, it's my been pleasure. an awesome chat. I love getting a bit of like advice and hearing people's yeah, stories. So yeah, 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 and I'm happy to. Yeah, yeah. cool, awesome. Cool. Well, thank, thank you, you very much. much.